Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Investigation is moving towards, well, the attempts of resolution. The Hawthorne chief executive departed as of uh, immediately as this week unfolds. So a big week of news for Repco authorised service for expert car service you can rely on. Book online at repcoservice.com. Jared Waitley, Sam Edmund, Mark McClure and David King. We have the Hawthorne president, Andy Gowers, with us as well. Andy, welcome to Crunch Time. Good to be here, gentlemen. Have you read the Jason Burt interview today in The Age? I have. Had you heard that version of events prior to today? Uh, look, there are there are all kinds of versions of events that I've read and seen and heard and... Um, yeah, so look, not, not unfamiliar to me, but um, it, it's a sad state of affairs. How did it leave you feeling as documented a, a loyal servant of Hawthorne and where he finds himself? Well, I think the whole thing is encapsulated with the word sad. It's a sad situation that we're in. What we're talking about are former coaches, former staff, former players of our club. And we proudly wear the moniker of the family club and it's, it's sad that we haven't got um, fond memories of their, their total involvement in the club uh, being the, the predominant um, thought for them. You know, there's a, there's a part of their, their heart, and I've, I've said this through the week, that beats brown and gold. And uh, it's, it's hard to focus on that at the moment whilst they're sad. Will there be a time where you will reach out to, to all three, and in this particular case, Jason Burt? Of course, absolutely. So... I remember when I was um, was traded from Hawthorne a long time ago and the then chief executive, John Lorett, said to me, you'll always be welcome at Hawthorne. And I didn't really understand it at the time when, you, when you're going off to another club and uh, looking to play somewhere else, um, you're not thinking so much about those words, but they really came home to roost when I moved back to Melbourne with my family and, of course, I got back involved with Hawthorne and, uh, you know, I, I absolutely love this club and... I, one of the reasons I put my hand up to to serve again is to help it through this difficult time. And part of uh, my focus is to focus on the, the, the people, focus on the human side of this story. And albeit there are some uh, legal ramifications potentially, we don't have anything uh, in that regard um, on our books at the moment, but... There are, there are legal considerations, of course, because it's a, it's a very complex issue, but it's the human thing that I'm focused on first and foremost. These are, these are friends of ours. These are people who have served the club with distinction and success, and, um, and I'm talking that the players and their families and the staff, everybody included, um, and we want to bring it to a resolution. We want it to be fair. We want it to be just, and we want it to be soon. Is there a desire to sought the truth to try to find the truth, Andy, or is that now too complicated and too vexed? Well, look, I, I read some, uh, some, somewhere recently that there are four different versions of the truth. There are, there are different People recollect, th- recollect things differently, and that's quite, quite possible. Uh, I don't know whether that's the case in this situation, 
but I, I suppose um, one of the ways that you get to, um, to hear the truth or tell the truth is to have an opportunity to sit, to gather. And you know, at the moment, um, it's hard to, for that to happen. In time, I'm very hopeful that that will be able to happen. And you know, we'll have opportunities to sit and gather and talk and listen and learn. In the hope of a resolution, it's been stated that the AFL is willing to offer an apology and Hawthorne would be willing to offer an apology to the families involved. Is that the case? We, we are open to all discussions. Uh, we're not closing the door on anything. And you know, I, I'm not allowed to go into, into detail, but uh, what I would remind everybody listening uh, is that we are doing everything in our power to resolve this. As, I, as I'll go back to what I said before, fairly, justly and quickly. Are you clear in your mind on what Hawthorne would apologise for? Um, look, it, it's a work in progress. We, we need to be, we need to be um, considerate of everybody involved. It's, it's incredibly complex. I know you've heard other people say that as well. It's because it is. Um, and there's a, lot, there's a lot to work through, but I can assure everybody listening... And, and, I, and I know I actually addressed this in a letter to our members last weekend. One of the questions naturally is why is it taking so long? Well, it, it's very complex and there are, there are various reasons why it's taking so long. But I can assure everybody there are, there are a lot of people working on this and there are a lot, there's a lot of time being spent on it. Can you clearly identify the flaws either in Inception or in the way it was conducted in the notion of the Hawthorne Cultural Review? No, and look, I don't think now's the time to look back on, on anyone's process. I think let's resolve it to the best of our abilities. Um, there will be a time, I suppose, for um, retrospection on that. Um, but look, right now everyone's doing everything they can to resolve it. Did, did Justin Reeves resign before a review of an executive review of the way this had been handled? Yeah, Justin Reeves res resigned during the week. Um, which uh, was accepted by the board. And look, I think with regard to that topic, and I, I have said this during the week also, I, th I think we need to be careful. Um, you know, in, in um, his resignation statement that we released, you know, the, the words um, focus on his health and well-being was, was in there front and square. So I think we need to be very mindful of that. Um, the other part of, of Justin's story is that he's also the father of Ned, who'll be playing here today. So... Uh, I, I believe he will be here today to watch Ned and, um, you know, the way that um, he and, and we are thinking about this now is he, he served our club uh, for almost six years uh, and led the organisation and today he comes to the football as Ned Reeves' father but not also CEO and that's, that's unfortunately just the way it is. So just by virtue of what he said in, the, in his own statement, Andy, upon his resignation, did you... What level of surprise, if any, was there? Look, um, Sam, I don't, it doesn't surprise me at all that anyone, mm. uh, you know, is finding this difficult, finding it hard. I've used the word sad before. So um, it's, it's sad that he's got to that point. But we understand, we, um, we respect his decision and, you know, we, um, we support it. Just coming back to the investigation, is there in any way a scenario whereby, you know, it, it doesn't get resolved? Can you can you I, envisage a, a future I, like that? I hope not. Yeah. No, there, there, there has to be a resolution. Um, we can't we can't leave this hanging. It's hanging over our club and it's hanging over the competition. So um, and and for everybody involved, I'll go back to you know the point before. 
these are real people going through really challenging moments. We've seen Alistair Clarkson step away, we've seen Justin Reeves step away, and I haven't even covered, covered the families who are feeling, obviously feeling hurt themselves. Um, you saw Jason Burt's article today, it's mentioned already. There are a lot of people hurting about this, and that's th throughout the AFL, and certainly you know, connected with our club. Andy Gowers is the, the Hawthorne president. Feel free to change topics if, you, if you'd like to. Can I just ask, do you, th do you think it's affecting the group in terms of the, what we see for the two hours of a weekend? Do you think it permeates through the club in totality? Look, they have been remarkable. And my quick answer would be no, I don't think it is. Um, we're watching fantastic growth and development in these kids. I know it's good timing for me to say this, coming off a great win last week. We'll see how we perform this afternoon. We've got big hopes. But they have been remarkably resilient. Uh, and that's from the coaching... Well, Rob McCartney, who's the general manager of football, all the way down. And so players, support staff, volunteers, coaches, players have all been incredibly resilient. And we're, we're proud of the job they're doing out on the field, um, regardless of what's happening off the field. You throw that in on, on top, and I think they're doing an incredible job. We're very proud of them. Andy, is this taking a toll on you? Beg your pardon? Is this taking a toll on you? Look, it probably is in a way, but um, I knew that this was something I'd have to deal with if I, if I did um, become the president of Hawthorne. Uh, so I waited up long and hard, Mark, and... Uh, it was something that I felt like I could play a role in. I've got relationships with um, nearly all of the people involved here. Uh, and in some ways, I, I come in with um, not attached to the, the decision last year to, to conduct the review and so on. So I've got, a, a, in some ways, a fresh set of eyes. Mm. And I'm hoping I can play um, <laughs> a, ro a role in two forms. One is leading the board and the club, but also, you know, a peacemaker role, and if that's if that's possible for me to play, I'll, I've got my hand up to play it. It's difficult if you haven't got any allegations. Have any of them come through? What do you mean? The allegations of, of what's happened, exactly. Oh look, I've I've um, I've seen the allegations. I've read the Bin Marta report. I'm across all the information that I can be. Um, and look, the word difficult that you just used is a pretty good summary. It, it is a difficult situation. It is far from easy. Dennis Pagan used to say you can't have success on field unless you've got stability in, in the back offices. You're far from that. At the end of this season, you'll be looking to attract players, attract staff. You've got a lot of positions available at the moment. Do you think that what's happening at the moment will affect your ability to get good people, whether they be players or staff or whatever role they uh, perform for your football club? Do you think you'll have difficulty with that? Kingy, I think um, the positions that we have available, as you say, and, and in terms of a, a playing destination... I think we've got an incredibly strong story to tell. And I think that it's a bit like the question I was asked during the week about finding the next CEO. For the right person, what a fantastic opportunity to come into a club that's growing on field. Yes, there are a few, there are a few things we need to sort through off the field, but that in itself represents an opportunity. Um, I'm, I'm definitely an optimist, you can probably tell, but I think for the right people, Hawthorne is a fantastic place to be and that's, that's the message we, we are and will be selling. There's so much upside and I'm not just talking about on-field, off-field there's a lot of upside too. We, look, we are a large club, we've got a large membership base, very loyal membership base. Yes, we've, we've been successful in the modern era, whichever way you want to define that, 
we've been successful and we plan to continue to be successful. That's why we've got a young developing list because we're prepared to build for the future. To some degree, I think the outside world has been surprised at the level of growth, maybe not in wins and losses, and that hasn't started to show yet, but in terms of the, the upside with our, our young developing list, I think that's pretty clear that people can see what we're doing there and it's, it's bearing fruit. So I say, um, in terms of uh, positions and, and us as a destination, we're an incredibly good option. Just in regards to the list, could you be free agency players in a, in a few months' time? Is it you know, clearly got room in the cap? Would it be a, a club mandate to perhaps try and target a free agent or two? Well, look, certainly over the next period, I'll be as specific as that. You know, f free agents and, and trade is a, an avenue for us to look at. We are, we are very young, but the combination of the draft and free agency and trade, of course, makes sense for us. So we're, we're building towards a side that we want to win finals and then hopefully grand finals. And so that's, that's what we're doing. We've been very, very strategic about that and very um, on course about it. So we won't waver from that. So if it makes sense and it fits into our model, then uh, we'll certainly look at it. Was last week's game the direct comparison with the team that hasn't got to the business of rebuilding versus a team that has taken that choice? Was that a pretty powerful case study for you to yeah. validate the choices? Look, I, I, it's only a sample of one game, but I, and there's no doubt West Coast were very vulnerable last week, and that's been shown in their recent, recent performances. But um, very important for our young boys to get a win of that magnitude. It, could have been very easy to take the foot off the pedal at some point and they didn't so I've said a few times privately to people during the week you know I would have taken a 16 point win last week the, the, the fact that we were able to to really have a, a, a demonstrative win said a lot I thought about our, our boys and really important for them well young men I should call them although some of them do look like boys to me um, you know they're they're growing they're developing and that that um, that experience of winning well against, you know, an, an AFL side, you, you've got to beat whoever you're up against. And last week they did the job and we were very, very proud of them, pleased for them too. So, sorry to go backwards, but at the start of this whole saga, we talked about with possible sanctions and those sorts of things and we learned from history and that, that some of those sanctions may involve draft picks and all, all sorts of um, extremities. Has that been one thing that you've, that you've sought some clarification on, if there is to be a concession of sorts? that it wouldn't involve some sort of list impact in terms of sanctions? Well, look, um, I know that there's been discussion in the media about sanctions, but we're, I don't think we're at that stage yet. And, and certainly in terms of... Um, I mean, I don't see how this issue would relate to on-field draft because I just don't see the link personally. But, of course, I'm going to say that, aren't I? But, <laughs> you know, in terms of sanctions, let's see where things eventuate and, and we'll be working... Um, working with all the parties involved and work out what is a fair and just resolution. You surprised that Clarkson stood down? Yes, it did surprise me. Um, I know Clarko very well. And, um, you know, I'll go back to that word sad. It, yeah, it, it's very it sad. really saddened me. And I, I feel for him, I feel for every single person involved, as I said at the start. And, um, yeah, I hope he's doing okay. Andy, it's good to have you with us. Good luck for tonight uh, or for this afternoon with the roof closed. It always feels like tonight. Um, and, <laughs> yeah, to, for wherever the next week or two takes us. Thanks for your time. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Andy. Well Andy.